Welcome to What If, a podcast rooted in love, joy, and wild possibility. I'm your host, Kelly McEntee. I'm a mindset coach for life and business, also known as the Founders Coach. My mission is to help you step into that bold woman energy so you can become the founder that's been within you all along. What do you want to say you're the founder of? In becoming the founder, you will learn, grow, see possibility, and be awe-inspired every single day. It's the most beautiful transformation you'll ever experience. So let's dive in to today's conversation. And today we have an interview with one of our featured founders and founder of the magazine. And it is with Kate Debates, owner and co-founder of Arch and Cable Hotel, also under the umbrella of Hospitality Ventures. And maybe you can explain what all that technicality means or doesn't mean um, to us here, Kate. Um, but I'm so, so excited to have you. And I would love for you to um, just introduce yourself now in your own flavor, I guess, of like, who are you? What do you do? And maybe just start off with this question of like, you opened a hotel. How did that happen? <laughs> right? Um well, thanks so much for having me. Really excited. Um, and it was just such an honor to be a part of Founder Magazine. Um, I know you and I chatted before the hotel walls even started going up about, you know, having kind of that space in uh, our region for people to experience our community a little bit differently. So how it all started, um, I have a background in commercial real estate. And after COVID hit, um, one of my mentors and I were talking about you know, how do we absorb some of this office space <laughs> in the market that's not being used? And what are people craving? And really people wanted to get back out. They want to travel. Um, and the hospitality industry has really seen a surge of activity and investment. So that's kind of the the more boring way of thinking. <laughs> that's how I got into this. Um, but really it was myself, uh, Michelle Shoof, and Julie Nolan, uh, my two business partners, that um, really helped Arch and Cable Hotel come to fruition. So we kind of started talking about our travel experiences and what we like and what we hope to see and do when we're out and about. And this boutique nature kept coming up. Um, being able to not just go to a hotel and flip on HBO, you know, or if you're me, the Food Network or something <laughs> and just kind of stay locked in your room. Uh, we love a hotel that offers different experiences and amenities and an opportunity for people to connect. So once uh, once we all kind of wrapped our heads around that and met with, um, you know, our local marketing partners and things like that, it really just took off. Uh, we were officing out of a building that had a vacant fourth floor. And it was a newer building, beautiful floor to ceiling windows, excellent views of Mankato, right downtown. So very walkable uh, place and just kind of walked around on that fourth floor and started to envision how cool these rooms could be and the types of clients we could host, the types of events we could put on. And that's really where it took off. Um, I would say for me as our managing partner, my passion really lies in kind of that site selection and building that team culture and that atmosphere. Uh, so I've loved working with our interior designers and our construction team, helping to build that brand. Um, and then I'm, I'm kind of a hostess by nature. So <laughs> when I had the opportunity to build 20 hotel rooms 
and host people in a city that I love. Um, that's, that's what keeps me motivated and keeps me going. So that's really, yeah, I own, I own a hotel now, <laughs> which yeah. I did not have a hospitality background. I'm learn I'm putting the wings on the plane as I fly it every day, <laughs> Love it. but it's, it's fun. And you know, it's, uh, it's been, it's just been so exciting. It's been a great, great season of life. So I love it. Um, baller is like this entity that I'm like, this is your next level self-concept Kelly is baller. Um, and owning a hotel is baller. Like that's some oh. ball groups. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if anybody who like follows you on like your social media or Instagram can see what you just said of like hospitality by nature, um, and also this eye for design. And so when you think of like, you've talked about this is being brought to life with a team. It's a team effort, not only just like of the three co-founders, but then all the other partners that have helped support you in this going in going forward with this. Um, I'm curious to know, like, what is your, I'm like envisioning what, how I would be if I were you opening the hotel. Um, so I'm curious to know, like, what is your role like within the team and where this question is coming from is like, I could see myself being, oh, we could do this. Oh my gosh, we could do this. Like getting very like mm -hmm. squirrel brain and excited <laughs> and wanting to like drop any ideas of a budget, not really wanting to do like the executing side of the things. Like I'm a very much ideation, futuristic sort of person. And so when you think of like the three co-founders, um, you as the three, how were you, how are you as like the, <laughs> the part of this? How's your team dynamics, I guess? Sure. I guess, I, you know, I love the design aspect and um, the more we dug into this, all of us, I would say, have a, a little bit of a dreamer in us. Um, you know, one of our partners isn't super local. They travel down here and stay and are very connected and used to live down here. Um, and she's kind of, I, I said in the magazine too, you know, she's our voice of, of wisdom and reason. She's invested in other businesses and she's really just um, kind of that calming presence for me. Um, and I'd never done business with Julian before, but she's just been so great. And then Michelle and I see each other almost every day <laughs> and she is a marketing guru. Uh, she works mm -hmm. at a German software company. She has traveled all over the globe. She knows what she likes. She knows high end, she knows VIP. So she's definitely that, that idea mastermind. So she, she experiences stuff all the, all the time and is bringing back ideas to the table. Um, I would say I'm definitely a little more calculated and I'm more involved in the day to day. So, uh, when you said like losing sight of all budgets and things like that, that is, you know, that is not I, you. <laughs> I go to sleep with that night, you know? <laughs> um, so, and you know, the, and I mentioned in the article too, I mean, the amount of stuff you need, um, just to have that functionality, um, cause I stay at hotels all the time and really you don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And you really, really are struck with that when you have 10 pallets of towels that show up on the doorstep mm -hmm. and you go, Oh, all right. We got to launder all these. We got to fold them. You know, will people like the way they're folded? Do I need to learn how to do like towel origami? You know, I think it's what, where are the expectations and um, what really helps like define and solidify your brand. So those tiny little decisions, I guess, are where I'm at every single day. 
of how do we keep showing up. Um, I also hire and help train our staff. So we have an assistant general manager, Mitch, who's been awesome, uh, just moved back to the area uh, to raise his family, is from Southern Minnesota, left and went to Vegas for 10 years, worked in hospitality, lived at the Wynn, all of that. So it's great experience. So was able to kind of, yeah, find that other person, right, that has the actual skills in the industry and can help our ideas come to fruition. Um, and then we have some really, really great uh, team members too. So all of our staff double as front desk and as our housekeeping staff. Mm-hmm. So, and then we digitized a lot. So um, we're trying to make waves and kind of be that keyless entry, smart functionality hotel, but also making sure we have all our bases covered if people have questions, because there's nothing like a human touch either. Um when you're trying to host a guest in your hotel. So that's, that's kind of where I live is somewhere in between the the dreaming and where the experience we want to provide and what collaborations can we have with other hospitality partners to, okay, how do we actually make it happen? I kind of live in that in-between space. Yeah. How has, as you're sharing that too, I'm thinking of like, again, like where you're drawing inspiration from for this. And I imagine it's, actually physically going to different places and experiencing it. And so how has this venture like changed you as a traveler? Like, has it increased your travels? Has it had, had you like have more empathy for the staff? Do you hold places to a higher standard? Is it kind of this like whole combination? Like how has this changed you in your travel life? That's a great, that's a great question. I would say, um, I always either call or book directly with hotels. Mm -hmm. Um, I love to have that touch base with them. And then also just knowing kind of the inner workings of booking sites and things like that too, um, to support those small business centers, those boutique hotels and make a purchase directly through their website. And um, also leaving reviews. I know we live in such a digital world of, and I mean, it's Cyber Monday, right? (laughs) right. You're you're constantly being asked to review things. And um, and, and give that public feedback. So I'm definitely more in tune to how people respond to any reviews I give. I'm definitely more willing to give a review because um, it does matter so much in this industry um, and just have those referrals. So something that I may have just, you know, de- push delete on an email or, or you know, swept by, um, I definitely take that initiative now. I would say um, I've always believed in, treating your treating staff well in hospitality, whether it's um, your wait staff, <laughs> your bartenders, housekeepers, anything like that. But um, just knowing how much compassion goes into our hotel, we had staff coming in in October before we even opened to help hang art on the walls, um, move rugs around in different rooms mm-hmm. to make sure they looked okay with the furniture. They were vacuuming, cleaning, scrubbing walls, scrubbing bathrooms. I mean, the amount of prep that you have to do um, to get ready to open your doors. They all just took such an ownership in it and a pride. And I love that so much. And so being able to relay that to a place where I'm staying like, oh, somebody came in and did this to this room Mm -hmm. so I could stay here and have the experience I'm going to have. That definitely has changed my outlook on things. Now, I 
you know, being in a boutique hotel business, you do expect a certain standard, you know, you want a really comfortable bed, you want the extra amenities or spa services, or, um, you know, if you call down to the front desk, you expect the pleasantries and people to be able to make a good dinner reservation or referral for you. So yeah, I, uh, I pick and choose wisely of where I stay. Um, I think I have, uh, less glitter in my eyes about, um, the your typical franchise brands although many of those are locally owned and operated which is great and you got to have them to you know increase other sales traffic as well but I I like the boutique experience I love going into a hotel and being like oh somebody picked this piece of art you know I bet an owner this spoke to them this photograph there's a reason there's a it was very purposeful it wasn't part of a package deal um everything's very thoughtfully curated when you go to a boutique hotel and um and so that's something that I've just really learned to appreciate too. And also with the ideas and bringing stuff back mm-hmm. uh, to Mankato, you know, how do we, mm-hmm. how do we implement an in-room spa service? How do we um, host events in our lobby? And also, you know, we're in a mixed use building. So we have other businesses that are our neighbors in this building, which is such a unique concept for our market, but also larger markets. So, you know, how do we cohesively operate in that space? Um so uh, that's a really long-winded <laughs> response, yeah. but yeah, it definitely changed how I travel and it changed how I, how I just see people in the industry too. Mm-hmm. And as you're talking about like bringing your staff on and them like, you know, working in the hotel before the hotel even open, open just to get everything all set up, it makes me think of then like the theme of this month's founder magazine that we're recording this now that you're featured in um, is hospitality and comfort. And um, comfort really came from the, like, just like the cozy kind of time of year. Um, But then hospitality, it just came from like my idea of having this be for the magazine came from um, just all the businesses that are out there and all the ways that people are helping serve other people and create like genuinely amazing, beautiful experiences for them. And as I was preparing and putting together this issue, I went to church one Sunday and they were talking about um, the concept of generosity. And I just like, to me, hearing about all the love all the labor that goes into putting this together it's like a such a spirit of generosity um and then too knowing like you're just natural hospit hospitality is that a word um sort of yeah hospitable thank you I'm like (laughs) there's a word (laughs) hospitable sort of ways um I want to go like a little bit deeper and like why why, why are you doing this? Like, there's like this generous heart within you and like, what's it for? What are you, what are you envisioning? You know, like, what's the big why here? So it's so interesting that you said you went to church. So my cousin got me a book. Um, it says, and I think it's called open the door or just open the door. And it's this idea of hospitality and hosting in your home, right? We're coming Mm -hmm. off of Thanksgiving. We're going into Christmas. People are hosting that probably host once a year. Um, and that idea of, and I just joked about it on Instagram last night of, okay, when I clean my entire house and then I light that final candle, nobody can live here. You know, (laughs) nobody can move in the room. Nobody can breathe. Nobody can move anything. You know, when we go to these great lengths to 
clean our houses and make everything almost look like untouched. Um, and when people walk into that, it's, it's a little bit more sterile. It's not realistic. And then I think we can project things onto others where now they feel the next time they host, they have to be at that standard. Mm-hmm. Now to hotel, we definitely have these standards of cleanliness and everything that we have to have. But I just think that idea of saying, Hey, we want to share who we are with other people. Um, we're proud of Mankato, which is where the hotel is. If people are listening from other places, um, but we're very proud of our Southern Minnesota roots and what our town has to offer in terms of entertainment and cuisine and shopping. And I think um, just kind of leading the charge there and saying, no, we're going to start here. We're going to start with our concept and our idea um, and, and just open the door, just get it open. And yeah, we're going to have feedback, right? I mean, you probably stayed somewhere where you're like, well, had to switch a room or wouldn't stay there again. You know, we're going to have those moments, but just to, have something to offer people um which is so important to us because right now really they're especially downtown we have about a 500 room deficit if not more uh to be able to attract more entertainment and things like that and i know every city has needs um for new businesses and new concepts and i think uh the hotel rooms you know it kind of gets skirted over because we all live here right Mm we've you know we have a place to hang our hat at night but those travelers, you know, what are they looking for and how are, how are they experienced the city that we're so proud of? So that was, I think that's the why. Um, Mm -hmm. and yeah, I just, uh, in terms of myself and hosting, (laughs) uh, I need to, I always have to remind myself, like, just open the door, just, you know, pull up that extra chair, put out that extra place at the table and have people over. Cause at the end of the day, it's about, what you talked about. It's about the memories that you made. It's not about whether or not I adjusted my baseboards the night before. (laughs) And, uh, and so really that's my why is just being able to showcase main Cato and, um, to give people a really good experience when Mm -hmm. they travel. Um, so that's the beautiful thing about arch and cable is we actually kept things pretty minimal, right. In our Mm -hmm. design and decor. And we are letting that outside beauty in, we have, mm-hmm. like I mentioned, the floor to ceiling windows. So we kept things really clean, um, really modern, but then you have these beautiful views of the river valley or the silo art or our hillside with the old main campus. And you really get to know Mankato on a cool level up there. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I would say that's my why. Yeah. I love that. And it's, it's making your answers kind of bringing up two completely different thoughts for me (laughs) is like one speaking of like the hospitality thing of like, just don't worry about dusting your base. I mean, in a hotel, it's different. Yes. But like in your home, you know, like it doesn't have to be um, so pristine. I know from my own self, I've been, I've come a long way in my, like, gotta have everything perfect before family comes over. And one of the reasons for that is because um, just like the way I grew up was uh, like this like kind of frantic cleaning and don't get me wrong. I frantically clean. Like we left for a week um, to Arizona and I frantically cleaned for like our house to be empty, but more for us to have like come home to this, like yes. clean oh, yeah. space. Um, but I, I am thoughtful of that when I'm planning for events or things at our house of like, 
what are my kids experiencing too? Like to let this be fun and not so like sit down, don't touch anything kind of thing. Or like, um, my grandma was here a few weeks ago and my kids just like have their claws all over the windows and like, I wipe them off and clean them. Um, and like old me or the me that would be like, so worried about what my grandma thinks would have wiped the window. And then I was like, they're going to touch it in two seconds, whether I wipe it now or later. And it's just been like so freeing to live that way. Yet we're still like clean. It's a, still a clean, calm home for the most part, minus kids' toys and things. Um, but something about the way that you said of like letting people in to see how you you are and you really live, not this like pristine museum of like this is not something that like to allow to allow more spaces and places to be open with who they are and not having to have everything be so like polished and perfect when it comes to like opening up the doors to your home. So that's one thought. I appreciated that you said that about just like let them into you. Um, and then a completely separate thought that came from this too, talking about like downtown um, and the deficit of like rooms available. One thing that has surprised me about living in Mankato, so we've lived here for nine years now, is how many concerts, like good concerts we have. I'm originally from Rochester, which is just an hour and a half from here. Sure. And there's like nothing, there's nothing there. And it's a much bigger town. And so um, I just think it's that speaks to... I feel like that speaks to the area of like what people want here and that we show up for these things. And so I feel like then that shows that possibility for Arch and Cable, like people want this, people want this to stay here. So they're going to show up. They're going to book the rooms. They're going to be here because we're like, at least I am like craving the exact spaces that you're creating. I'm like, we need more like cute. I want more cute here. <laughs> yeah. More cute. The, yeah. yeah, the aesthetic is huge, right? I mean, yeah. what else is a hotel there to exist for? When you think about it, you're you're spending your money on a, a, a bedroom for the night, right? So you can take some cool risks with that too. Uh, in design, you can be a little bit uh, more edgy and things like that because you're not living in it 24-7. And I'll just uh, reverse really quick back to like, having that team of women too. Um, and with hosting and stuff like that, usually if you're bringing people into your house, you're doing it all yourself. And I have this toxic trait where nothing's clean unless I clean it. <laughs> and so like, but with a hotel, I had to be like, okay, I can't scrub every floor and clean every room by myself. So being able to lean on a staff and, you know, and do that, but um, it's just every time you bring this up to other women, especially, but other people, I mean, even husbands, right. You talk to any of my friends, husbands, and they're like, oh yeah, um, Kate turns into, you know, crazy cleaning Kate, you know, the night right. before we have people over. And I, I do that with the hotel to a certain extent too, just because you want to control the controllables, but mm -hmm. yeah, Mankato, I mean, you start to like peel back the layers of, okay, why are people coming to Mankato? And then use that to provide that place for them. And you mentioned you're from Rochester. Rochester is medical travel. So families are there. They want convenience. They want a place to relax. And a lot of times they want extended stay because they're dealing with a loved one that's hung up at Mayo or something like that. And in Mankato, 
yeah, we have concerts. We've got the amphitheater. We've got a D1 hockey program, a couple of colleges where stu- their students are probably moving into their graduations, all of these things. Um, so we're really more of a mixed bag um, when it comes to why people are traveling to the area. We also have a lot of business travel too. We have pretty diversified industries here from agriculture to Taylor Corp. Um, and I mentioned the university system. So it's a lot of catch-all. So how do you be that place that fits all of those different needs? Um, and so we worked with a very blank slate and went back to really the roots of what makes a comfortable, really awesome hotel stay. And it is the basics. It's mm-hmm. natural light. It's a comfortable mattress, uh, good water pressure, you know? <laughs> right. Yes. And and beautiful surroundings, um, that, that cleanliness that, you know, that blank slate that, uh, you can go to this space, maybe see an inspirational piece of art, have a really good cup of coffee and know that they got it. You know, Mm -hmm. I don't have to make the bed at the end of the stay and I could throw my towels on the floor and, um, and everything just like you think about like the smallest things, like your, your senses, you know? your, you know, how are the textures and the linens on the bed to, we have the best towels. I'll always brag about our towels. We got big, big fluffy towels. Mm-hmm. And we went with like the huge body sheets, you know, cause what, like the most, you could sleep on the most comfortable mattress, but I, I have to get up and shower in the morning and my towel doesn't fit around my body the next mm-hmm. day. Boom. Changes my, <laughs> my comfort level immediately. Right. So you know, we, uh, with only 20 rooms, we really got to kind of fine tune some of those things. Um, those really simple details that make you feel cozy. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I think we're really lucky to be in Mankato. Um, so much so that, you know, we were just talking, we've got the concept number two coming up and, um, and it's, it, like I said, we're learning every day, but I do think just right now it's just, let people experience it, get people through the doors. Um, and it's, it's one of those give and takes of being a perfectionist (laughs) and, and a hostess. So, right. Like what to let go of. I heard this, I was listening to something this morning while I was working out of like, where are we, um, putting being right above being happy and that's just kind of like a where's that where is it time to where where does that perfectionistic those tendencies like where do they matter like you talked about like the controlling the controllables and doing everything you can to like help this get off the ground and be it like be the way you want it to be and then where's this like fine line of like all right I, my people got it. We got it. There's some things here. Like we simply just cannot control. Um, so I can imagine that can sometimes be a tricky balance that, like you said, probably keeps you up at night sometimes, or is like the first thing you think about in the morning or just like all of those details, like, yeah, how do we fold the towels? And when you talked about, um, like using your senses, it immediately had me flash back to, um, I worked in downtown Minneapolis for several years after college and um, for public health. And I belong to the Lifetime gym that's downtown Minneapolis, like the super bougie, fancy one. It was really fun. Um, (laughs) But you have to go through the hotel lobby to like get down to the locker rooms. 
And oh, the hotel lobby smelled so good every oh. day. And so <laughs> it's like, that. you know, like I thought you were going to say it smelled bad because oh. you had to pass it on the way to the locker room. <laughs> no, it was like, oh my gosh, so okay. good. So good. Mm-hmm. So just, you know, like remembering like, like just that too, like, oh, yeah. you said senses, you talked about hotel. That brings me back to like we, going to work out do. at Lifetime. We created, so we went up to, it's called the Old Factory, and we created our own signature scent for the hotel. So, um, and those actually just arrived this weekend. So we'll have travel ones that we can give to people. um, And uh, then we'll have the in-room diffusers and some other things too. So yeah, hopefully you'll be transported, you know, right Mm -hmm. when you, when you come into the hotel. Mm -hmm. So it's funny that you say that because yeah, we did, we did try and think of it, think of everything, but Mm -hmm. Um, it's so it's so tied to memory scent yes well and even too you're saying like you comment on the water or like the water pressure and I real as you said that I was like you know I think I probably do say that just about everywhere I say like oh I like the shower head or like the amount of water or the spread or the pressure like it's those little details that now that I now when I go to a hotel just from having this conversation I'll be like oh I bet you thought about this <laughs> where before it's like, you just, you just are there, but that's, I think that's what makes up like a really great place is that it's almost like the less people notice, like the more bougie or better the experience is. Absolutely. And I think that that too, is like going back to like cleaning our house, like people don't necessarily notice a clean house, but they notice where there's the spots. You know what I mean? Like, And so if like, if it's almost like an unremarkable experience in some ways, then it's actually quite a remarkable experience. That's interesting. I guess I never thought about it that way, but you're so right. Right. Um, Because yeah, we notice when stuff's off, Uh, you notice if something's dirty or, you know, something's Mm -hmm. out of place, but yeah, I, we, we want people to not have to worry at all. Right. uh, To be able to walk in and feel comfortable right away. And it's hard to do, you know, right out the gate. Uh, to get somebody to walk into a space they've never been in before and be able to kick off their shoes and feel right at home. So mm-hmm. that's definitely what we're going for. Um, so yeah, I we'll, we'll see. We'll see. So far, so good. Yeah. <laughs> what has been the two questions? What has been the most challenging and what has been the most fun of this venture for you? Okay. I, I think if you ask different owners, we would say different things. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, most challenging is definitely um, the getting other people to adopt the vision, right? Mm-hmm. And hiring staff and especially if something's non-existent, right? It's like, no, we're, we're doing this. We're going to have a hotel. Here's what we want it to look like. Here's what we want it to feel like. And then getting that buy-in and trying to emulate that correctly. Does that make sense? It it makes so much sense to me, especially when I think about it on a much smaller scale. Like I have an idea for painting one of the kids' rooms and I explain it to PJ, my husband, and he's like, I don't see it. And I can just be like, <laughs> just trust me, I got it. Like I can yeah. do that alone in my house painting a room, but then to have to like to be a person who has that vision and you can see it and to like explain it to somebody who doesn't like have their like some people's brains just don't 
see the the vision, right. the art. And so like, how yeah. do you not dismiss them by saying like, don't worry, I got it. But also like, don't worry, I got it kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, articulating that, that concept. Um, yeah. And one way we did it with staff was uh, some, like checkout times, right? We all understand what a checkout time is, but saying if a guest calls down or texts us through our text program and says, what time is checkout? I want our response to be, what time do you want it to be? Mm-hmm. That's the level of service. That's the level of care and uniqueness we want to bring to the table. Now that that doesn't just apply to that instance, but that's an example that we often use. Um mm-hmm. We want to go above and beyond and what makes the guest experience simpler, easier, more comfortable, but might be harder for us. And not everybody likes to work that way. Not everybody sees that vision or um, uh, even it's hard to empower people to have that autonomy too on the staff. So Mm -hmm. constantly uh, reminding people that we're here to serve. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're, we're here to take care of people and be nurturers essentially. So, um, so I say that's probably been challenging is, you know, how to, um, not only articulate that and uphold that, but then day after day be like, nope, it's not going to be easier for me. It's going to be harder for me, but we're going to do it, you know, and, and keep, keep harping on that, you know, as a brand and, and as a leadership team too, because, um, it, oh. it is hard, right? Yeah. I mean, starting a business and all that, it's so hard. And, uh, and sometimes you're like, man, I just want to take the easy way out. Right. <laughs> oh man. I just, I just want to cross it off the list, but, uh, mm-hmm. we're never like, that's just so not what we're here to do. We want to take care of people and go above and beyond. So I would say that's probably been a big challenge for me personally too, as yeah. like a doer. Um, my coaching, then- brain, my coaching brain turns on with that too, because a lot of time with clients, I talk about like, like discomfort is inevitable in any part of the process. And so like you're choosing discomfort up front, which like with like, okay, we'll accommodate to what they need. Like you're choosing it on your end. Like I will withhold uphold this discomfort, but that will like increase your comfort long run. That you'll be the the hotel that's talked about. Like we can check in and check out when it works for us. Like they are there for us. They supported us. Yes. It's uncomfortable on your end probably like to start to but in the long run that's like the game changer between you and another hotel and that's where then you get to be in greater comfort um you know down the road too and so that's like my that's how I work with coaching clients too is like discomfort's going to be there you can either have the challenging conversation now or you can be pissed off you know (laughs) the rest of the time and resentful inside. And it's kind of like that, that same concept, but with like this customer service, like we will make it work best for you. And again, that's just going to pay off in dividends for you guys down the road. Well, I hope so. (laughs) Um, We'll see. (laughs) Um, And then the most fun thing really has been giving tours and showing Mm. people the finished product. Um, we brought people through like mid construction or before starting and, you know, try to talk about the vision. But then when you bring somebody through and they see it all put together, it's been a big wow factor for people that have lived in Mankato their whole life. They say, Oh, we had no idea that we had these kind of views. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's been 
tremendous. That's been so mm-hmm. much fun um, to just have other people like see the enjoyment that other people right. have when they come through. So that's the most fun. Um, and, you know, getting to know the staff and working with everybody, we've got a small, but a really great crew. Uh, like I said, they've just kind of embraced it as their hotel, you know, their home away from home. And it's just so nice to see other people give a crap. Right. <laughs> what we're doing, if I can be so brass, yeah, uh, brass, but, um, I, I mean, they really do. They they care deeply about our image and they're proud to say they work there. And I mean, sometimes I have to like pinch myself a little bit because I can't believe that we have a staff and, you know, they, they say they work at Arch and Cable Hotel and I'm going, holy buckets, you know, we did it. And um, yeah, that's such a fun moment. And, oh. um, you know, I was I was always somebody that helped other people find a space, you know, help other people find, you know, that building or um, that office space that works for their business. And now to be on the flip side of that, it's just really exciting to see it unfold. And so, yeah, it's, it's fun. It's all fun. That makes me so happy. So the kid and that leads perfectly segue to the last question that I have for you. And that's one, the question that I ask everybody. Um, and that is, what are you so proud of? Like what, like you kind of answered it there, but what are you just so damn proud of? I am so proud of our community uh, stepping up and and backing the project. Um, I've been to my share of planning and zoning and city council meetings, and whether it's here or in another city, and the way that uh, our other entities, you know, our visitors bureau and our chamber of commerce and the city have supported us in this when they could have put up more roadblocks has been really empowering. Mm. Um, so that makes me proud is, is people get it. They get the larger vision. And, uh, you know, I've talked about now the second hotel that we're opening up, um, had to get, you know, certain permitting there too. And everybody was so supportive. And then city council did a planning session at the hotel and then toured through. So they got to see it finished from, you know, starting like, drawings on a sheet of paper to walking through each room and they're just talking about how proud they are and they couldn't believe it was Mankato. So that's their pride and excitement for the project. And then our second project is that is like the icing on the cake for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's, you know, that's private enterprise (laughs) and, you know, and, and public working together to, you know, do something new and innovative in our town. So that's, that's been a real source of pride for me. I love that. With my old job, I worked a lot with the city council and, you know, other public places too. Mm -hmm. And I can, I resonate with that too. Like they very much do care deeply about the community, which then just only amplifies like your want to then bring something like that here, because not only are you supported by like the public consumers, but the actual like decision makers that help lead um, this community as well. Yeah. And they, they could have been like, eh, 20 hotel rooms, who cares? Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to be supportive or they're mm-hmm. bigger fish to fry, but um, just watching all the different groups come together to support this project. And uh, it, it doesn't always happen. And so that was, that was really reassuring. Um, and then to have, you know, other leaders in town and business owners come through and say, I'm going to send my clients here. I want to book rooms. How do we, you know, lock mm-hmm. 
you know, lock our partners in and all of that. I mean, that's, it's a source of pride and um, just like reassurance basically of, okay, so this worked <laughs> and right. other people are proud of it too. So much so that they would, you know, go out on a limb to support us yeah. um, with their resources. So yeah, it's, uh, it's been a whirlwind, but crazy fun. And I, so I'm so excited. I've got a couple trips coming up to do some more research Ooh. and we have an event tomorrow night at the hotel. And so, yeah, it's just, it just is the snowball that just keeps building. <laughs> oh, good. Yes. Well, thank you so much for chatting today. And, um, I'm just beyond impressed and proud of what you're doing and bringing to our community too. And I think it'd be a really fun like date night to just go stay there and yet be close enough to home that we don't have to make the big trip home and utilize like the in-room spa services. That sounds amazing. Like I'll be there. hit me yeah. up. We'll, yeah. we'll get you all set up. I, I think we need a founder's retreat. That's what I'm saying. I will tell you, I, a, <laughs> that's like a dream. I, I did and, and all of that. So yeah, I did like this meditation and I envisioned it like that. Like all the founders were like, it was really at Arch and Cable. Seriously, it was. And they were rolling in with like their hotel, with their luggage for like the and beyond founders from all over. Everyone was rolling in with their luggage. So we had like this workshop at Arch and Cable. And then we also just had like a real fun like retreat experience. And like it. it is done. It's there. It's happening. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Sign me up. Yes. All right. <laughs> However we can help. Thanks, Kate. Thanks, Kelly. Appreciate you and all the work you're doing. You too. Thank you so much for listening today. We love podcast reviews and feedback, so please don't be shy to leave a review. If you're loving what you're learning here and would desire one-on-one help as you step into your founder identity, we should talk about that. Sign up for a free Focus Forward consult where we get really clear on where it is you want to go, what is getting in the way of that, and from there we create a roadmap to get you there smoothly and quickly. We make your goals inevitable. The link is in the show notes to book that session. And if you're really excited to discover what you'll become the founder of, or if you've been in business for some time but are feeling like the ground beneath you is a little unsteady and you're sensing a transition is on the way, get into Founder. It's a 30-day journal practice and program where you learn how to surrender what's within and shut off all the noise around you so you can finally hear how you can finish the statement that says, I am the founder of. The link for that program is also in the show notes. Talk to you next time.